Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And now, a word from our sponsor. This January, commit to pleasure with the Pleasure Chest. There's never been a better time to check out the free Pleasure Ed sexuality workshops at the Pleasure Chest stores in New York City, Los Angeles, and Chicago. The Pleasure Chest is the only sex industry store to host free weekly sex education workshops nationwide. They firmly believe that everyone has a fundamental right to pursue sexual fulfillment. By offering free pleasure-based education and keeping it accessible and inclusive, they stay true to their mission to help you have the best sex of your life. For example, on Wednesday, January 16th, the ever-popular BJ's and Beyond returns to the 2nd Avenue store in Manhattan. This class covers anatomy, tips and tricks, deep-throating, plus other sexy secrets that are sure to have your partner begging for more. Also on the Upper East Side, on Wednesday, January 23rd, Manhattanites can attend Vulva Pleasure, a class that's perfect for anyone interested in becoming a connoisseur of the vulva. Workshops are always open to folks of all genders and orientations. They make excellent date nights with romantic partners or friends, and they're also very welcoming to solo explorers. Most events are free, and when you attend, you always receive 15% off any purchases. To find out more about this and other workshops, follow Pleasure Chest on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or visit PleasureChest.com. Now, on with the show. Hey, why are people into that, listeners? Tina here, wishing you a happy new year for 2019. I wanted to pop into your ear holes to give you a little update on what to expect from the podcast in the new year. So... February 17th, 2014 was the date of the first ever published episode of Why Are People Into That? So over the next month, I'm going to be gearing up to celebrate five years of Yap It. Five years in, this is still a one-woman show. I have had some really awesome, consistent sponsors and gushing Patreon patrons and some incredible contributions from music makers, live engineers, and of course, my unparalleled guests. But after all this time, I am still a proud indie media maker. I still host and produce and edit and book and write and make the damn tax spreadsheets for this entire enterprise all by myself. And I'm really proud that I've created this consistent space for myself to have the kinds of conversations that we have on this show. And I'm really grateful that I get to share that with you all on this platform. And I'm especially proud of the well over one million times this show has been listened to. 
Now, some of you have probably been following along at home and know that 2018 was a year of intense productivity for me because I wrote six scripts for the first arc of Safe Sex, my first ever comic book series. I've never written scripts or comics or science fiction or actually really fiction of any kind before on this scale. And I've never worked for a big corporation like DC Entertainment. And I've never created an entire original world before. So some of you loyal listeners probably noticed that I pulled back just like a little on the podcast, just keeping it to interviews and not doing a whole lot of extra stuff. But there has never been any doubt in my mind that I'm going to continue making wired people into that as long as there are new interesting people in the world who want to have raunchy, intellectual, political conversations with me on tape about queer, kinky, transactional, creative, slutty sex. So right now, production on Safe Sex, the comic book, is in this sort of transition stage where we're working on the art and gearing up for a mid-2019 release. So I have enough extra time on my hands to develop a new production schedule for the podcast. And I've also listened to the respectful feedback from some listeners about the effect that my sometimes extra DIY punk approach has on their listening experience. I'm working with the good folks at ACAST to record more consistently in their studio and upgrade some of my sound editing software. And this is not the sexiest news, I know, but my hope is that It will make the kinds of conversations that happen here, which I really believe don't happen anywhere else in the media, be a more pleasant and dependable listening experience for you all. All right, so those are the plans for January and February and beyond into 2019 and the future, whatever it may hold. In the meantime, please follow me at Tina Horns as on Twitter and Instagram. Wirepeopleintothat.com and tinahorn.net are also going to get revamped. I'm just like totally cleaning house and spark and joy, people. And please consider pledging my Patreon. It's really the best place to check out the podcast archives and my journalism work for Rolling Stone and getting updates on Safe Sex, the comic book, and my live events and my workshops and and everything else. And, And it's also the best place for my fans and listeners and community to get to know me better on a personal level. So that's patreon.com slash T-I-N-A-H-O-R-N. Please feel free to email me or slide into my DMs or tell me in person what you want to see for the next five years of Wire People Into That. In the meantime, please enjoy this conversation that I had with my friend, the gay Chingy, right before she did my boots at Cruise at the Eagle here in LA. She has a really exciting answer to a new question that I think I'm going to ask all my guests pertaining to sex robots. And we also recorded an episode of wire people into mommies that I'm going to be releasing in the next couple of weeks. I'm really excited about that one. See you next time. Do you prefer the gay chingy? People call me the gay chingy instead of just chingy sometimes. And it's really funny. I'm like, yes, I I am the the gay chingy. Like, because there's that rapper from the mid 2000s chingy who had like two songs and then disappeared. Um, Is that why you call yourself chingy? uh, No, my last name's Ching. Got it. Yeah. So that's the, that's, 
That's the actual reason my last name. Well, the rapper existed. I was like, huh, wouldn't it be funny if that became my nickname? And then it became my nickname. And sometimes a lot of people in LA don't know my actual name. I mean, I don't put it on the internet. So nobody like actually knows. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Good job with people not knowing your name. (laughs) Yeah. I do my best. Chingy is a writer, actress, humorist, and all-around funny pervert. I can confirm that is true. Not only did you say that about yourself, but that is what I think about you, too. Thank you. Based out of Los Angeles and Oakland, California, her work focuses on kink lifestyles, queer media, and lesbian thirst, and has been featured at Autostraddle, Vice, and BuzzFeed. Chingy is currently working on an informational comic about BDSM love languages. We are going to talk about that. That is amazing regular columns on kinky lesbian sex and a workplace comedy about queer sex workers that was featured at the Lambda Lit Fest 2018's main stage. She is also a much better bottom than you. We were just discussing how you uh, don't identify as a power bottom, but rather as uh, the bottom supreme. Yeah, bottom supreme, uh, alpha bottom, heavy bottom, bratty bottom. Those are all terms I'm fine with. Yeah. I don't... Power bottom is... It's a slur to me. I don't Why like don't you it. Like it? I, it doesn't represent what I'm about. <laughs> what are you about? Well, like I'm like people think because I'm a very like outgoing, mm. like charismatic person with a very aggressive personality. Mm. They're always just like, oh, she must be a top or she must right. be like a power bottom. And I'm like, no, when I am bottoming, I have no power. And I like it that way. <laughs> I see. I see. I see. I'm just like adamant about it and very cocky right up into the point where uh, someone makes me their little bitch. That's how it works. That's beautiful. Thank you. I do my best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, Chingy can be found slinging rampantly homosexual memes. You are a meme queen. Thank you. Truly. Thank you. Um, uh, I have many screenshots of, (laughs) of your memes. I'm just, your memes make me go, oh, yeah. Like I really, I feel, I often feel seen by your memes thank you i've learned it's kind of my own pr totally for like writing and comedy i'm like oh this makes people know that i'm funny and know how to put a thought together cool yeah and not everyone has the skill to use the internet in that way in a way that doesn't seem like it's draining it seems like it is feeding you and then you're feeding us you're feeding everyone it's really actually a very bottomy thing to do I'm Thanks glad. for bottoming to the internet. Yeah, I'm party bottoming for the internet. Yes, That's what I'm party doing. Bottom of the internet. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, she can be found slinging rampantly homosexual memes and ensnaring femme tops on Instagram and Twitter as at the gay chingy. Hello, the gay chingy. Hi, Tina. Thanks for having me to your fabulous home where you have many comic books and butts and pigs and just all kinds of things that I really like. Did you just design this? It was for you. Welcoming to me. It was for you. Uh, No, I think we just have a lot in common. I think you're right. Um, I love comic books. I love butts and pervy shit and uh pigs so it all just really worked out like this was clearly a match made in heaven i agree yeah you've got this johnny negron uh oh my god you know johnny uh, i know i i really i love him i actually got uh i went to the brooklyn comics art run by desert island uh i hadn't seen any of johnny negron's work in a while but there was like a little um zine of his stuff and i was like yeah i have one right over there oh 
he's so great i so love good. his work yeah sometimes his he's just he just makes sexy pinups and it's great and then sometimes it i feel like as you flip through his work it just gets more and more exaggerated and more and more fetishy and um he's just very versatile yeah like sometimes it can feel like like i don't love every johnny nigron piece like sometimes it can feel like a little bit like exploitative but i also mm. like exploitation art and it's like right, me too it's 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 hot it's really hot and it like does something for me like even if it in some ways it's supposed to be a male gaze i'm like no me as a dyke i love that shit like oh god yeah giant big tittied ladies like murdering me between their thighs yes ma'am yes yes lots of ass smothering oh yeah and great outfits yeah i like the style in them i yeah i'm a big fan of johnny negro and i like that you know him as well oh totally so you're my first interview of 2019 oh my god i'm so happy about that yeah i'm happy about it too and i am really gonna do a lot of overhauling in 2019 and one of the things that i really want to do is i want to have like a long list of warm-up questions and sort of like pick two or three for every person that i have on the show so i want to try a few of them out on you can you will you be my guinea pig will you be my party bottom yeah my experiment on me oh that's oh i like that yeah i'm gonna help you have your i'm yeah the practice girl and then you can just like have the same foreplay moves from from now on it's great i'm glad i could help you in that way that actually that's also that's a very virgo thing to do to be like like i've got here are my moves they always work yeah (laughs) yeah and I'm really a standard to judge yourself by, so that's good. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. I really see I, I like that a lot. Bottom okay. Supreme. Bottom Supreme. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so here we go with some Interrobang warm-up questions. Can you name a positive experience that you have had with porn? Like, as a, as a porn consumer? Yes. It could be any point in your life. It could be earlier yeah, today. Yes. It could be an early experience. Absolutely. I can. Yeah. When I was younger, a lot of the way, I mean, a lot of the way a lot of people figure out their sexuality is through porn. But uh, when I was younger, I found kink.com Ooh. and like all the femdom sites like Divine mm. Bitches and uh what is it? Whipped pussy? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, whipped no, ass. Uh, w- yeah, whipped whip, ass. Electro wired pussy. Pu- yeah, wired pussy. It used to be wired pussy, and then it was electro sluts. Yeah. Yes, and and also and divine bitches used to be men in pain. That yeah. is how. That is how. I. That is my like old queen. Like, I remember old, men in like, pain. Like tired hoe bonafides is that I was on men in pain and wired pussy like right before they became divine bitches and, and electro sluts yeah which I, I actually i i was a i was a fan of of those rebrands but anyway so you you found all you loved all the femdom sites we're surprised yeah well i i wasn't surprised because i remember like definitely being like younger and looking up like 1-800 bondage just putting in seven letter words that were related to like sex and stuff yeah. and then um finding that site and 
it like people talk about like formative experiences with their sexuality like uh like in tv shows or movies and i have those but Mm. like really i'm like no i found hardcore porn (laughs) and uh realized that was like i wanted to have the gay version of that yeah so looking back and realizing that you saw your desire reflected or your identity reflected or the kind of sexuality that you wanted to develop to develop represented in extreme hardcore BDSM porn. What are some of the positive ways that that has influenced the pervert that you are today? Finding it at like when I was younger at an earlier age uh, made me very aware of what I wanted. It wasn't like I didn't get to college and be like, oh, I have to do a lot of experimentation to find out, like, do I like girls? Do I, like, want to be tied up? I was like, I went in and I was just like, I realized this is not a very common experience for some people. I was like, no, I know what I want. Mm. I want girls with strap-ons. I want rope. I want to get punched. I want all these things. Give it to me. So, like, it wasn't me being like, I don't know what I want. It Mm. was me being like, I know what I want. I just have to figure out how to get it. I want to be like the ladies in the pictures. Yeah, in the moving pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did that how did that work out for you? Trial and error. It, yeah. like that's the thing. Uh, now that I am like in a position where I'm giving uh, like sexual advice, like in my writing, um, I'm realizing everybody's asking me for like resources on how I learned these things, and I always have to tell them. I learned because I just tried and I failed sometimes. Mm. Uh, like I had some really messy like experiences with kink when I was younger too. Yeah. Uh, but like I just kept going for it until I figured it out and found out how to best advocate my needs. And now I'm like part of the reason I'm the best bottom is because I'm a very communicative. Like people are like, please tell me if something's wrong. I'm like, oh, if you're doing something wrong, I will absolutely tell you. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Don't try it. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. As you may know, I'm very interested in sex robots. And I can tell from your your abode and the taste I see reflected around me that you know a thing or two about science fiction. You've probably thought a little bit about sex robots. I've thought I've thought a little bit about sex robots. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so my question for you is under what circumstances would you fuck a sex robot? Um, so there was a Disney Channel original movie <laughs> by the name of Smart House. Um, Whoa, I have not heard of this. I can't wait to hear where uh, this is going. The house was the sex robot, really. Really, I mean, it was a, it was a allegory for mommy issues, but it was so, oh. uh-huh. Um, but uh, the, like the the sex robot house went by the name of pat and was portrayed by katie seagal okay who was already a big root for me like i was katie seagal who was on married with children oh yeah yeah and then was leela on futurama Futurama. right Um, right right but basically what a babe the people in the house aren't like taking care of themselves the right way so Mm. she locks them in the house and does whatever she wants with them and i was just like is that that counts that, that counts as a sex robot such to me. a good answer yeah such a good answer autonomous I, house <laughs> oh my god okay so you want to be topped by a house 
yeah that takes the form that forms a like hard light holographic construct in the appearance of Katie Seagal. Wow. So I have so many questions. <laughs> so would you, well, so clearly like, clearly the house is going to like, yeah, tell like, like nurture you. Right. And like, t- like teach you how to take care of yourself. But and be all, strict. But be so strict. It's a strict house. And what like, are some of the rules of your, oh, of your house? Oh, I don't know. Um. <laughs> what do you want the house to tell you to do? Uh oh God, that's such, that's such. I don't know this. I don't. I don't come up with the rules, Tina. That's okay, why you know the what? House that's what the house it. is for. You're right. I'm you're too right, stupid right. to do that. <laughs> no, I, that's wh- why I my, have the house. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Um, I guess. I guess. Uh, so I guess uh, what I'll what I'll ask is, um, besides sort of being your like you know like domestic top and like guiding you, nurturing you, and guiding you to like be the 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 strict to give you the sort of strict mm-hmm. discipline that you need. Um, does, does the holo, does the hologram like, like, do you know, are you like getting off? Are you having sex? Yes. Like, are you, yeah. Okay. I'm having sex with the Katie Seagal hologram that the house has created, but only when you've been good. Only when I've been good. Yes. That, that, that should be a stipulation that the house gives me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's just reasonable. What does she wear? Oh, what did she wear? I, I think she wore a maid uniform, but I'm not into that. So okay. I really hope that she... Well, this is your fantasy. Yeah, so you exactly. Can... So like, it might also not even be Katie Seagal, but it it might be Jennifer Tilly. I don't know. Wow. There's just... So this is like a Bride of Chucky sort of a... <laughs> it's not Bride of Chucky because those are the only horror movies I can't watch. You can't handle I that. can't handle killer dolls, which is weird because I also have a dollification fetish. It's a weird thing. I don't even know. Desire doesn't always, is not it doesn't make simple sense. math. That's for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, that, yeah, n- no, talking murderous dolls always freaked me out. Like the uh, Talkie Tina episode, which, why isn't that your, do you, have you ever been called Talkie Tina before? I mean, implicitly, yes. <laughs> Talkie Tina <laughs> Wait, what is that from? Twilight Zone. Right, 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 right. Oh, well, listen, I am 100% with you. Ventriloquist dummies, goosebumps, no thank you. Yeah, like exactly. dolls can't can't handle it. To me that feels connected to my fear of like like anything that like obscures the the face, which I've talked about with Dia Dynasty on the Why Are People Into Clowns episode. Like mm-hmm. I I really do have this like like I'm like terrified of like anthropomorphic like animals and clowns and things and dolls feel connected to that in yeah. a way where it's like yeah I guess it's kind of in the uncanny valley where it, like, it is the uncanny yeah. both like behaves human but is not human and I'm just like can't fuck with because I like Barbies but mm. I don't like like creep like creepy dolls we know we all know what a creepy doll is like that's uh, yeah I think first I think, grade I think, I think <laughs> it's first one of the first things they teach you <laughs> this so, is a creepy doll would you fuck a Barbie yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like like a like, a like a t- like a tyra banks she, life-size bar right speaking of um <laughs> movies for for young right what is does that ty- count qualify as a sex robot is it a magic sex robot if you fuck it it does yeah what is the tyra banks movie where she life-size life-size so she's like a doll that comes to life yes and she teaches Lindsay lohan a valuable lesson wow yeah 
Lindsay Lohan has many valuable lessons to learn. Yes, all through Tyra Banks as a magical doll. Amazing. Okay, so you would fuck... The house. The house, and you would fuck a doll. But, like, if it was, like... Is it, like, like it's come to life? Right. And it's, like, human-sized. Right. Yes. Right. That That is all, yes. Um, I mean, I'm not above, like, data from Star Trek. Like, no, that's yeah. not, like... Or below. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Like, I would... Data's not even like technically a dude, so it's like I'd st- it'd still be gay. It's that's fine. A, that's actually a very good point. That like a robot is a thing, and any gender that it has is totally in the eye of the beholder. And like if Data had a dick, that's like not any different from a strap on. Yeah, in terms of being. Well, whatever, as it's, if, like, yeah. a dick is inherently masculine. It yeah. is obviously not. But, you, like, it's it's not... Data's dick, like, doesn't have to be a man dick. No, it doesn't have to be a man dick. When Data had a kid on Star Trek, uh, he was like, I am going to let my child pick their own gender. Really? And I forgot that. That happened. And, like the like, at first it was just, like, a, like, weird mannequin-looking thing. And then it was just, like a girl and it was just like hi how's it going dad i need virgos in my life telling me what to do that's clearly really what it is at the end of the day listen you are special but also everyone needs that. i know you're you're not special in the sense that everyone does need a virgo to tell them what to do i'm special because i listen that and i implement everything i'm told that is exactly what makes you special yeah Did you say you're a capricorn uh so i'm my birthday is the winter solstice so <gasps> it's cool. the exact cusp uh yeah so like i want to be perfect mm. and like a doll yeah exactly and virgos want everybody else to be their best so it's like efficiency amazing hot. amazing I, oh, efficiency is so hot yeah cool okay thank you for (laughs) definitely have not talked about like getting fucked by an artificially intelligent house yet well now we have and it's the best way to ring in the new year because because like an like an ai house that becomes sexy is actually a a a recurrent sci-fi theme that people don't talk about enough when they talk about what ai what like what or like what sex robots might actually be like because like her like the scarlett johansson Mm -hmm. character in her is totally an apartment and she's like the operating system of an entire apartment um ryan gosling's like girlfriend in the blade runner sequel is also like an operating system slash house i'm embarrassed to say that in the year of blade runner i still have not seen the sequel in the year it is we're we're now living roy batty is just gonna go like on a rampage tears 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 lost in the rain i mean yeah it's true yeah anyway so you want to fuck a house that's beautiful a whole damn Um, house uh, the whole damn house (laughs) ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 